Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 230 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. You wanted the best, you got the best. And we're your hosts with the post. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener, select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic, as chosen by a listener named Craig, is Kiss. Yes, that's right. The... uh most evil satanic band that's ever existed. Those guys <laughs> yeah, the that most, play the pussiest rock music the, you've ever heard in your life. The heaviest band in the world. <laughs> that's oh, funny. boy. What a funny, funny era that was. <laughs> the 1970s, uh, the height of disco. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just uh, and then this to band have- somehow gayer than disco, but was seen as uh the devil's music there are three chords and uh <laughs> four guys from new york the City. shittiest guitar solos you've ever heard in your life mm-hmm. the worst singing of all time mm-hmm. some of the worst lyrics um i know we have a post or two that goes mentions some of their lyrics and they are truly horrific you know but i gotta give them some of their songs are fun though detroit rock city fun song Sure. Hey, you just shut your brain off and enjoy the music. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta you gotta give these guys who are now in what their uh 1946 Gene Simmons. So 70, yeah. yeah, so you almost 80 year old men who are still out they still <laughs> still making doing uh do basically doing anything for a buck at this point. So you gotta sure. you gotta applaud them for that. Uh and boy, they are just an interesting group of guys, aren't they? You got Gene Simmons, you got Paul Stanley, Ace Freely, Peter Chris. You had some other guys in there. I know we're going to mm-hmm. cover that stuff too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny when you people say uh, Kiss, they talk about uh, those four, but sure. two of those guys haven't been in the band in like collectively sixty years. <laughs> like, it's been these other guys for way longer, but no one gives a shit about. You them. know, it's very funny too because my understanding of this band from my my reading on this is that the idea behind it was they were going to make these personas. Right. And then Mm -hmm. that was their stage persona. And then if they had like either somebody couldn't make a gig or whatever, they would just swap somebody else out. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then they became so attached to these personas personas that when like when Ace Freely left, they're like, well, we're not going to let somebody else use his stuff or, you know, it's like, well, you can't be the cat man. So you have to be the Fox instead. (laughs) Yeah. There's a Fox guy now. (laughs) It's like, <laughs> like it doesn't have to be a fruity little animal, man. You could be anything else. Like, like what are you? Oh, I'm the star child. What the hell is that? <laughs> what is that? What are you saying? It, it is. It is like if uh, the guy who was originally Ronald McDonald retired, and, and someone else came in, is like, no, no, you got to be, you got to be a different clown, <laughs> like. <laughs> You got to be D- Ronald Domingo McDonald. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, like Ronald's cousin or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. Everyone else sort of figured, I was like, no, we'll just put the fucking makeup on the guy because it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter with Chris, uh, with Kiss, and yet they somehow made it matter. And it turns out it's because everyone involved has the biggest fucking ego on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, yeah. Uh, a certain member of the band, which reminds me, uh, can we hear from our uh, listener, Craig? Uh, who chose Kiss. I'd like to know why he chose Kiss. Absolutely. Craig is not only a listener, he's somebody I've known for 25, 30 years, probably at this point. So uh, (laughs) Craig says that he chose Kiss, and more specifically, Gene Simmons, because he Mm -hmm. is such a narcissist. While I like some of their music, and I have been to see them a couple of times, Gene is a bit of a dick. But they are a bit of a, what you think of as the American dream. A couple of mm. Jewish guys that made themselves one of the biggest names in rock. So I just find mm. them interesting and sometimes a bit of a contradiction. Just... Contradiction. Mm. I'm not sure how, but all right. Maybe we'll maybe we'll find out in today's episode. Go <laughs> <laughs> doing this like Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> yeah. Now, now we'll cover that in our. Uh, junior detective book series uh, <laughs> episode along with uh, the hardy boys hardy Boy. and, uh, nancy drew, nancy that, drew. That's who right. else who else uh, uh sherlock holmes jr oof. Is that a thing? <laughs> that a thing well sherlock holmes is public domain now so if it's not it can be by the end of this episode if i just pull up a separate doc and get to typing now, why did Craig uh, choose this? I mean, okay, no. He chose he this chose topic this. for a reason. We know why. But the question is, how did he choose this topic? I am so glad you asked. Craig became a patron of this wonderful podcast over on patreon.com slash report this post. You have a couple options over there. If you want to choose an episode topic, you can join at the mod level for $10 a month, where if you stay a patron for three months, you get to pick an episode topic after that. Or if you join at the admin level, for $25 a month, you get to pick an episode topic after two months, and I will draw you a custom drawing. Now, mm-hmm. on top of all that, you also get full episodes of every single topic that we cover, as well as weekly bonus episodes. So you'd be a fool not to become a patron over at patreon.com slash report this post. A fool, and if I may say so, an asshole. <laughs> so please you join. You can say Patreon. that. I'm not going to say it. You can say it. <laughs> Uh, there was a movie in 1924 titled Sherlock Jr. starring Buster Keaton. So 99 years ago, someone <laughs> did a Sherlock Jr. That's the last time that stone's been unturned. <laughs> it's about. It's time it's, for, it's a for the redo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's get a remake going on that one. Hollywood. Stop doing all this woke shit, huh? <laughs> hmm. oh, cool. Good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you guys do not like woke shit, uh, you're gonna love this episode because uh, fans of Kiss have strong opinions about things, and uh, uh, the gentlemen in Kiss also have strong opinions about <laughs> things. Dude, you, amazing that seventy-five-year-old uh, guys would have strong opinions about stuff. Yeah, seventy-five-year-old really massive ego, completely out of touch guys. Uh, they think certain things about certain things, and we'll hear some. Uh, we'll hear from some of them in just a little bit. Uh, in the meantime, I suppose we can uh, get started on this whole post thing, uh, and I think we're going to start off with a banger. <laughs> yeah, something like just like all the Kisses songs, honestly. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Uh, Celtic Spaniard mm, had a mm. question about the loudest band in the world. So he turned to help from his buddies over at stormfront.org. Wonderful. Don't know if it's true or not, but I overheard two guys talking about the movie Role Models. And then the conversation came about to the band Kiss being Jewish. Is there any truth to this? To mm. which the Maverick one commented, isn't Gene Simmons a Jew? And Tear replied, that's what this whole thread is about. Go back and read it before asking a dumb question like that. Yes, he's a Jew. He was born and isn't real. And his real name is Time mm. Wits. Mm-hmm. To which Aid Meyer replied, when I was a kid, I saw them right before they took off the makeup for the first time. Yeah, they couldn't play or sing well, but it was a heck of a show. Jew or not. And the OP came back to add this at the end of the thread. Well, I was never a fan of them anyways. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Time wits. Yep. Any good choice to go with Gene Simmons, I guess. Uh, I think it's a little bit more. It's a little bit more able to be palatable. Sure. <laughs> palatable. Okay. That's interesting. If it's too Jewy, it's disgusting, is what you're saying. Okay, I get what you're getting at. <laughs> I, I I forgot about that. That movie role models had a big kiss montage thing in it. Uh, I don't remember that. I find it interesting that this guy was uh, eavesdropping on people talking about the movie role models. <laughs> my 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 racist sense was tingling when I heard somebody talking about Jews. Oh, role models. Oh, they're talking about the 2000 what six film role models? something like that. It's got a. 2008 close it was close enough jesus christ <laughs> I was like oh what are they talking about role models yes jewish what in the world <laughs> ran to his computer <laughs> clutching his pearls oh boy great uh great thread overall yeah, they couldn't play or sing well but it was a heck of a show it was you know what credit where credit's due <laughs> They sucked ass, but man, what a great show. It was. Technically horrible, but visually <laughs> astounding, really. Yeah, Kiss figured out pretty well. I was like, God damn, we suck. We better get lots of distractions <laughs> at these shows. <laughs> God damn. We need to overwhelm everyone as quickly as we can. Oh, yeah. brother. And they were right, right on the money with that because, boy, did. Still lots of fans sticking around because of that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, a Reddit user named Exciting Union 1110 asked a question. Should Disney buy Kiss? Hmm. I have a crazy idea that like Disney or something should buy Kiss since they are already like comic figures. And I think there would be great movies. I mean, Kiss and Scooby-Doo was a quote, great movie. Uh, Mr. Rigby 632 said, no, that's a horrible idea that will probably happen now. Disney has devalued and declawed every IP it touches. If they get into buying band IP, hold on to your physical media because it's going to get neutered. <laughs> it's so worried. <laughs> so worried about Kiss. Oh, brother. And uh, interestingly, a username, please listen to me, okay, sarcastically said, yes, yes, because Marvel and Star Wars were doing so much better before Disney bought them, which, I mean, I don't understand. I don't even understand the sarcasm, but yeah, they were doing pretty good. I don't 
It was never bad for either of those things, was it? Ah, uh, not any time recently. Yeah, I'm. Uh, so I was very s- s- strangely intrigued by this uh, Scooby Doo Kiss thing that they're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I, I looked it up: Scooby Doo and Kiss colon rock and roll mystery as a 2015 directed dvd animated crossover comedy mystery film and the 25th entry into the direct to video series of scooby-doo films that's insane 2015 yeah this happened released that digitally 40 years too late <laughs> it's a good movie here's a uh here's a six star review the top review over on uh, imdb it's a Kiss world, and we're all just living in it. Kiss world is an amusement park based on the band. There is a witch haunting it. Mystery solvers are called in. Kiss fan Daphne decides to volunteer the group services without an actual invitation. The Kiss boys are basically cartoons themselves, so this is very natural for the band. <laughs> there is a disconnect in that they are flying around like a superhero movie, whereas Scooby and the gang are still grounded. Yep, that's right. The talking dog is just grounded 100 in reality oh insane to me that uh they just like hannah barbera is like yep we're gonna do that that sounds good yeah it's it's very, very weird that that happened in 2015 and it was a great movie according to this guy <laughs> he said it like it was like i mean it was obviously a great movie you know, <laughs> we all agree on that i i will give it to Okay, the the way the path at which we got to this response is horrible. Uh but uh the guy saying that uh if somebody was to buy the IP to, they would get rid of physical media. That is kind of going that way. Mhm. Sure. Stuff is released. I mean, like Netflix has their TV shows. You can't buy DVDs of it. You have to get Netflix in order to watch it. So, um I can see where that guy's coming from, but he is also probably a guy that has like an entire library of like downloaded uh pirated movies uh sure has his yeah. own his own server and everything so cool yeah i feel like there eventually there'll be a lot of bands no longer doing physical releases and uh i'm fine with that we got enough music we're good <laughs> it's just, you just they don't even have to do releases at all anymore is what you're saying yeah yeah they can just stop you can just stop. There's there's there's, there's like ninety years of music out there that's popular. Just go ahead and just go ahead and find something in that. You'll you'll be all right. You'll yeah. probably find at least ten bands you like from that. You don't need to listen to anything now. We should take a pause on making music and movies for the next twenty five years. Yeah, just take a little break real quick. It'll be fine. No big deal. What's we could just keep lifting the fucking uh the newest uh, Leif Garrett uh, LP or something. <laughs> Kids these fucking days, I tell you. Yo, D- Dokken's too good for you? Is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Reddit user Rangers FB went to the subreddit R on popular opinion to post Kiss is a band for children. Hmm. I don't know how much of an unpopular opinion this is, but I am not saying that adults can enjoy Kiss. I'm just saying that their target demographic is probably children. Mm-hmm. Kiss looks like how a six-year-old would describe rock with their over-the-top makeup and heavy metal songs. They also look like the kind of band a six-year-old would listen to try and seem cool. The fact that they've had partnerships with Scooby-Doo just furthers my point. Oh, mysterious Scholar One replied, 
My baby brother once painted his face like Peter Chris, and I, an immature, stupid-ass preteen, picked on him as older brothers do. He's now passed from drugs, and it's one of my greatest regrets. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> oh boy he's making it sound like they're related the two incidents <laughs> yeah he, he put his cat man makeup on and i made fun of him and the next thing he's got a needle hanging out of his arm uh yeah i don't know if that's the regret you need to have it's more like all the other things that led from when he was six to when he was, you know, 22. There's probably a lot of other things in there that. My, my biggest bad. regret is for calling my younger brother a homo for putting kiss makeup on. That's my no number one regret in life. I shouldn't have said, hey, why don't you go do intravenous drugs about it, you little <laughs> queer? <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> Mm, why don't you become a, a statistic? Wow. That's terrible. Great. We're off to a fantastic start here, folks. Um, mm. uh, this one's also from Reddit. Uh, and kind of on a, sam a similar note, Kiss is just a family-friendly version of Guar. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to me that the enduring popularity of Kiss is entirely based on the novelty of their act. They didn't dress crazy for their shows, and Gene Simmons didn't have a ridiculously long tongue. The band Kiss wouldn't have nearly the same level of popularity based on their music alone. Many of their popular songs are just cookie-cutter pop rock anthems. War mm. plays, quote, harder music, and their shtick is obviously more hardcore. But if Kiss played louder music and utilized a lot of sex toys in their act, they'd basically be Guar. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. Phasma Erbomox said, family friendly. This is the band that has a song called Burn Bitch Burn. Gonna put my log in your fireplace. Give me more with the lyric. Like a dog to a bone. I can make you sweat. I can make you mo moan. Love so sweet, so insane. So come on and lick my candy cane. <laughs> Love them and leave them, featuring So You Lift Your Dress, You Want to Impress. There's Love Gun, which has No Place for Hiding, Baby, No Place to Run, You Pulled the Trigger of My Love Gun, mm -hmm. etc. I guess they're not as, quote, hardcore as Gore, but they are definitely on the dirty side lyrically. I don't know that much about Gore. Hmm. And uh, Phasma actually came back later and further emphasized this point. One of the songs has the word bitch right in the title. So... <laughs> they're pretty damn I don't know they sound pretty hardcore <laughs> come and lick my candy cane that's such now what is that what could that possibly be referring to that's so that's such a bad lyric that's like a joke lyric but it's just yeah well you and... can tell they're hardcore though because they have an entire song about having sex with a 16 year old girl so it's uh, so yeah and an entire career of doing it too I would guess <laughs> It's not all artists uh, actually do what they're what they talk about. These these guys definitely did. Yeah, kind of go out on a limb. Uh, yeah, uh, God, can you, they dressing like a bunch of freaking weirdos. They probably got some. I'm gonna say B minus pussy on the average. So <laughs> yeah, 
B minus if we're grading on a curve here. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that even means. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. I bet there were some curves in the if you know what I'm talking about. Those, those boys probably hooked I. to the left a bit. <laughs> well, when they were uh cut during birth, yeah. <laughs> the penis retracted instinctually <laughs> and just was left that way. <laughs> Uh, the tongue is, makes up for it. Yeah, what's with that? That's great. Well, hey, speaking of the tongue, back in 2014, mm-hmm. Gene Simmons sat down with the online magazine Song Facts to discuss okay. his reality show, Gene Simmons' Family Jewels, and at the time, the current Kiss tour, when the interviewer asked him about the OG members of the band. Song Facts said, do you still get along with the original guys? To which Simmons replied, No. I don't get along with anybody who is a drug addict and has a dark cloud over their head and sees themselves as a victim. Hmm. Drug addicts and alcoholics are always, the world is a harsh place. My mother was in a concentration camp in Nazi Germany. Hmm. I don't want to hear fuck all about the world is a harsh place. She gets up every day, smells the roses and loves life. And for a putz 20 year old kid to say, I'm depressed. I live in Seattle. Fuck you. Then kill yourself. I never understand because I always call them on their bluff. I'm the guy who says jump when there's a guy at the top of a building who says, that's it. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to jump. Cool. (laughs) Cool stuff for a guy to say with a huge audience. Well, after this interview was published, uh, Mr. Simmons issued this statement. Okay. I want to make this statement about my views on depression for the record and to clarify my prior remarks. To the extent my comments reported by the media speak of depression, I was wrong. And in the spur of the moment made remarks that in hindsight were made without regard for those who truly suffered the struggles of depression. I sincerely apologize to those who are offended by my comments. I recognize that depression is very serious and very sad when it happens to anyone, especially loved ones. I deeply support and am empathetic to anyone suffering from any disease especially depression. Mm -hmm. I have never sugarcoated my feelings regarding drug use and alcoholics somewhere along the line. My intention of speaking in very directly and perhaps politically incorrectly about drug use Mm -hmm. and alcoholics has been misconstrued as vile commentary on depression. Unlike statements about depression were certainly never my intention. Fully, you will know that I do not intend to defend myself here. And now by listing the myriad charities and self-help organizations I am involved with, Nice. Look, I'm actually a good guy. Look at all this stuff I do to help people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Boy, you know, it had to be bad for him to be like, "Uh, I guess I, I guess I didn't say something. I guess I got to release a a statement. Yeah. That takes a lot for him to admit he was wrong about something. There just had to be some truly awful things said to him after that, Uh, which is probably good. He could probably use more of that, right? <laughs> In general, just people saying, please shut the fuck up, Gene. Uh-huh. God uh-huh. damn it. Yeah, they're, I mean, I, it's, uh, but that's been what, uh, four, 40 years of, uh, almost 50 years of people not doing that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty good. Took It just took him telling, uh, saying, if you're depressed, you should just kill yourself. Shut the fuck up. Ah, great. Hey, uh, Reddit user Donnie Raff1 posted this thread over on our KISS. How would you rank every KISS member? For me, it's one, Ace Freely, because he is hot, and he is also really good at playing the guitar and have cool makeup and costume. 
two. Eric Carr, because he is the best of all drummers, Kiss ever, and the heaviest. Three, Gene Simmons, because I've always liked the bass, like Nicky Six, too, and his tongue is really cool. Four, Paul Stanley. I've never been into frontman, but he sings good, especially his 70s voice, and we need him, too. Hmm. Good Lord. Peter Chris, good drummer and good voice, too. Eric Singer, good drummer, just. Vinnie Vincent. <laughs> Great talent, but was hard to work with. Tommy Thayer, good at playing the guitar, but not the best. Bruce Kulick, nice makeup, but I don't know much about him. Mark St. John, I don't know, and he wasn't even the band for a year, only from April to November of 1984. Okay, so more members than I thought were in the band. Sure. Uh, only one real comment on this, and it was from a user named That Silly Little Bitch, who said, you're stupid. <laughs> well... That caused Donnie Raff one to create another thread titled stop on my latest post about Tommy. I've already got pretty much hate, but I do know the band. My post is just what I think. I do like Tommy and ACE, but I just don't think anyone should get any hate. And the only thing I think that he wasn't, he isn't copying ACE because I've seen people posting such things. So don't hate on me. And I am not new. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's, what language this guy originally speaks? <laughs> making, <laughs> making a whole another post to complain yeah. about the way somebody treated you in your first post is such online, like incredibly online behavior. I That's think so it might cool. be actually the exact opposite. You think someone it's offline? Like, someone who just doesn't really know the internet and they're like, someone said a bad thing, like, all right, I need to. They treat like someone said a bad thing in real life. Like, I got to address this issue. It's like, no, it's just someone said, shut the fuck up. And then you just move on with your life. That's fine. But I, I don't know. It, it's hard to tell. This guy's also a moderator of a, uh, a subreddit called like Kiss and Motley Crew Lovers or something like that. And it's, he's the only member of it. He's the, he's the only person who wants to be described explicitly as a fan of both bands. I guess it's a good uh, it's a good thing he's into. Motley Crue, what? Oof. Now that is a dog shit band. That's I can't imagine tough. Listening to. That's tough. Yeah, I've always liked Nikki. Yeah, boy, those guys. <laughs> Probably the kiss of the eighties, right? Something like that. Yeah, there was a couple of them. There's Warrant. There's Motley Crue. Yeah. Just wonder, wonder what would happen if you went back in time and killed Kiss. What hmm. wouldn't have come about? Now there's a movie I would freaking watch. Let's let Scooby Doo solve that fucking mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Found a, another cool article about old Gene over on the Huffington mm -hmm. Post. Mm. Simmons, the Kiss frontman who was born in Israel and moved to New York with his mother when he was eight years old, stopped by Huff Post to chat about Kiss's new tour. They rally series fourth and loud, which mm. documents the band's arena league football team, the Los Angeles yeah. Kiss. God damn. Yeah. The conversation quickly turned into Simmons openly opining about immigrants today and their reluctance in his mind to learn English. Simmons said, I'm actually saying the thing that needs to be said because the politically correct climate is bullshit. You don't want to upset anybody by saying, hey, listen, learn to speak English. 
no, excuse me, learn to speak goddamn English. So as an immigrant, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, learn to speak goddamn English. It's the key that will unlock the keys to the kingdom. Okay, that's odd phrase. Mm-hmm. I was welcomed by America and its people and giving all the advantages of na- native-born children, which is astonishing when you think of it's it's all because of the other countries that would have ground me up and put me into a can of dog food. Mm-hmm. Get rid of your accent, he continued. I did. Be a legal immigrant. I'm a legal immigrant. Come to the country, just buckle your knees a little bit, make an effort to learn about the culture, assimilate to the point that you can. You're all proud of who you are and where you came from. Great. Whatever you're proud of, just tip your hat to America, which is the melting pot, and that makes it all possible. Agree to one culture that we can all communicate with, and then go off and speak Swahili or Farsi or whatever (laughs) other language you want to use. It was almost nice. And then he's like, whatever dumb bullshit. You <laughs> yeah, what speak. Just go, go, speak, do go speak your freaking trash language. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he, he is a rare person that uh, seemed to come from a very bad background with his mom being a freaking, a freaking Holocaust survivor, uh, which... Isn't a fun thing to endure, I imagine. Uh, though I wasn't there, so I can't say for sure. Um, and then to actually become uh, basically a billionaire is pretty nuts. But uh, I think at this point you can uh, just go ahead and let people speak whatever the fuck they want to speak, right? I, I, Who I gives guess. a shit? Again, this is a this is a. Yeah. Almost cent- century-year-old man just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, wait, you know, I did it the right way, mm-hmm. you know, and look at me. I'm the biggest freaking rock star in the world, uh, in my own mind. Uh, so just do it the right way, for God's sakes. You can be like me, a uh, pretty shitty bass player. <laughs> I will say, when I was a kid, I thought, be, I thought, the baseline to Detroit Rock City, I was like, I really want to learn how to play that. I think that'd be really cool. And I gave it a good two weeks, and then I gave up. So, Thanks, Gene. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't even picture how Detroit Rock City goes. I don't know the last of my voluntary. But, oh, this this baseline, it's two notes. Mm-hmm. The do-do-do-do-do-do. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was escaped me. <laughs> escaped me. <laughs> All right, we're going to stop right here because we're going to finish the rest of this episode over on patreon.com slash report this post. That's right. If you enjoyed this first 20-ish to 30-ish minutes of the episode, you'll be happy to know that there's about an hour extra of this one over there uh, on patreon.com slash report this post. Head over there. And all you got to do is subscribe for five bucks a month. You'll get every single full episode with dozens of more posts a month, plus an additional bonus episode every single week. Unbelievable. This is literally millions of posts that we read on the air uh, every single month, possibly billions. I have not counted. In fact, I can't count. I'm actually illiterate as well. But irregardless, patreon.com slash report this post, and we'll see you over there, and God bless. <laughs>